You found Health Dose, a conversational podcast that talks about issues that affect your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. On today's episode of Health Dose, we're joined by Dr. A.J. Pinney. Dr. Pinney, a Midland native, is a family medicine physician with specialized fellowship training in non-surgical sports medicine. Dr. Pinney provides both non-surgical musculoskeletal care and sports injury evaluation and treatment through MidMichigan Health's WellSport program. Dr. Pinney joins us today to talk about the importance of staying active during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, this is a very challenging time for all of us because we've had to stay home where a lot of people are not nearly as active as they're used to being. And a lot of people are working from home and primarily sitting down at a desk. And so being sedentary is a risk factor for osteoarthritis, as well as just sitting at a desk for a prolonged period of time. So our main challenge is how do we get people active again and how are we able to safely exercise and do activities but still continue to maintain social distancing and wearing masks. And my biggest recommendation, number one, is if you have a desk job, try and get up every hour or two. Get some stretching in, get a 10 minutes of activity in because despite being home and being sedentary, the activity recommendations for the number of minutes that you have to spend being active has not changed at all. We still recommend being active for 150 minutes a week, at least five days a week, as well as resistance training. And so we all have to get kind of creative on how we can get that type of activity in. How has COVID-19 changed the way you interact with your patients? How has it changed what you see in your practice? COVID-19 has drastically impacted our practice. I would say we're almost seeing more injuries now because I think people are either doing different activities that they're used to or they are experiencing side effects of actually having the COVID-19 virus several weeks afterwards. You said COVID-19 has actually increased perhaps the number of injuries that you're seeing in your office. What's the root cause of that? Is it the muscle aches and pains that are causing people to exercise less? Or is it them coming back to sport or exercise after a a period of being sedentary? I think it's a combination of being sedentary and also for those unlucky few that have actually contracted the COVID-19 virus, despite the fact that they were asymptomatic or symptomatic, we found that this virus can cause some profound weakness. And so muscle weakness joint instability, muscle aches, all of those things are things you can experience after having the COVID-19 virus. And there's something that can persist for several weeks to months after having this. And so the name of the game is how do we get you moving again? And there are ways that we can get you moving that are less painful and easier to do. And you don't have to suffer through your pain. And our goal is if you don't like taking medicines, then we'll find activities or topical lotions or braces or whatever that we can do to try and get you moving again before we start to get to our surgical methods that can help fix some of those problems. Being a sports medicine physician means that, ironically, you're working with a lot of aging athletes. But at the other end of the spectrum, you're working with a lot of teen athletes, too. How has the COVID-19 pandemic changed the way you interact with the teenage athletes and how has it changed what you're seeing as far as conditions in teenage athletes? 
I'll tell you, I, I'm really feeling for our teenagers right now. I, I really feel sorry that they did not get to play their spring seasons for any of the spring sport athletes. And for the fall athletes, some of them are able to play and some of them aren't able to play right now because of the COVID-19 virus and safety. So our emphasis in sports medicine is safety. How do we keep our patients safe? And what we try to do is we keep up to date on the guidelines from the college level NCAA, as well as the CDC guidelines. And what we're doing is they're going to have high school football, at least for now. And so we're going to maintain the social distancing and masking when we're able to. We're going to monitor their symptoms and flag those players that are high risk and continue to follow them on a daily basis. And this is not just one person doing this. This is our athletic trainers, our healthcare providers on the sidelines, our nursing staff, our coaches, our parents, all of those people need to help keep our athletes safe during these times. And even at the college level, you'll see a lot of them will be getting tested either weekly or every other week for surveillance testing, just to make sure that we're not causing this massive spread of the virus. If you've been tuning into ESPN every other day, you hear another sport athlete that is developing this virus. And I think we need to hold our players accountable and really say, we don't want you going out in big crowds and in high risk areas. But when you're at practice, we want you to feel safe. And our goal is to really provide that safe environment for you so that you can play the sports that you love to play. Is it changing the kinds of injuries or conditions you're seeing in teen athletes? It hasn't yet, surprisingly, but I'm very concerned for our athletes about being more inactive over the summer and then jumping right back into contact sports. So I would not be surprised if we're seeing more injuries related to that. So if I could stress anything, it would be the importance of proper conditioning and proper strength training. And if you think about strength training, we've been cleaning all of the machines and trying to figure out how to get weights because there are no weights in any of the stores anymore. And so it's been a challenge for everyone to try and do this. So it is very important not to rush back into your sports if you truly aren't conditioned or you truly have not done the proper strength training before you just go out and run the marathon or play your football game or or whatever your sport may be and that goes beyond just the pediatric population that goes up to the adult population as well what about older patients who've been less mobile during the pandemic and are putting off treatment as we were kind of saying, being sedentary and, and not being able to move can actually speed up the process of arthritis or osteoarthritis. So one thing we've really been trying to do at Wellsport and kind of amidst this COVID-19 epidemic, we've really stressed in medicine is doing virtual visits with your doctor. And the whole goal is if you can't come to us, we'll come to you in the form of a computer. And one, we don't have to wear a mask on the computer so we can smile at each other, which is a nice interaction. But two, you can tell us really what's going on. And it's amazing through the video features, how much of an exam we can truly get even if we can't put our hands and feel where it hurts, we either rely upon yourself or a family member or a loved one that can show us where it hurts and you can show us the limitations you have. And then we can try and initiate treatment immediately. And not all those treatments have to be done immediately in person. And we can also do follow-up via these virtual visits. So I, I'm really emphasizing that if you're struggling to get out of the house, you feel like you have a condition where you really shouldn't be around a lot of people, those virtual visits are really nice first step so that we can meet with your physician and start treatment so you don't just have to be sitting there in pain. So are you able to accomplish a lot of what you would normally do in an office setting via a video conference? 
That's a very good question. I still believe in medicine. The idea behind feeling and palpating an area that hurts gives the best information. But with that said, we've all had to make changes throughout the COVID-19 crisis. And I do believe that you get enough information via a virtual visit that you can at least initiate treatment. And if for some reason treatment's not improving or things aren't going in the right direction, then I would recommend that next step would be an in-person visit. So those virtual visits are very valuable, but I do believe the value in the face-to-face interaction and being able to feel and move your joints around is really the best evaluation that we can get to direct treatment for the patients. But it seems like what you're saying is in the absence of an ability for your patient to actually see you, any kind of contact you can have with that patient is going to be helpful for both. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. How has the COVID-19 pandemic changed the way that you advise your patients to return to exercise. So we've all had to make a lot of changes in terms of exercise with COVID-19. You've seen people have to distance from each other while they're exercising. The gyms are closed right now. And a lot of people have questions like, should I be wearing a mask while I exercise and everything? So one thing that we've seen is if you can maintain your six feet of social distancing from people and you can be in an open air environment as opposed to indoors, then being able to stay active, going walking, jogging, running, those types of activities, as long as you're maintaining that social distance, then not wearing a mask in that situation is still applicable. But after contracting the COVID-19 virus, we do recommend more of a gradual return to activity because for a lot of people, their biggest complaints are they just feel very fatigued or it feels like I have the flu and I have no energy or my muscles are aching, those types of situations. And so a lot of times after the period of being quarantined in your house, whatever that may be, then you gradually get back into the level of activity that you were doing prior to that infection. And we really, from the medical standpoint, follow your symptoms and say, if walking half a mile is causing you to be short of breath, then you really shouldn't walk a mile the next day. You really need to slowly get back into that level of activity after contracting the COVID-19 virus. That's also a very similar recommendation for those that have not been very active by staying at home and really quarantining themselves in their house. It really is a gradual return back to activity. And at times that can be very challenging. And here at Wellsport, we try and help to breach that challenge and identify different activities we can get you doing, whether it be at home or outside or wherever that may be, and tailor that program to you to get you back active again. And a lot of times this does not require expensive equipment at home or weights or a membership to a gym. It's just identifying certain exercises that for 10 minutes, two or three times a day, we can get you moving again. And For a lot of us, I think it's been a challenge to maintain our level of activity throughout this crisis. And a lot of us have seen that we need to get back into our usual routine again, and we can help with that. That is family medicine physician with MidMichigan Health's WellSport programs, Dr. A.J. Pinney. Dr. Pinney currently sees patients in both Alma and Mount Pleasant. Of course, the best place to start if you have health concerns is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. Those who would like more information about MidMichigan Health's WellSport program can go to midmichigan.org WellSport. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in again soon. We'll have another edition of Health Dose.